Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's your host, Ira Wolf. Well, 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 yeah. everyone thought that uh, 2021, we were going to flip this calendar and get back to normal. This is normal. Uh, I just uh, read, I, somebody else just quoted this. The new normal is abnormal, or abnormal is normal. So whichever <laughs> way we want to look at that. But uh, hey, apologize for everyone. We were about a minute late here. We had a little technical technology glitch, uh, which throws us one more thing to throw us into the world of uncertainty or the world of VUCA, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. So welcome, Joyce, back uh, for another week of Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Thanks. It's great to be your co-host. And uh, welcome, everybody, to Googleization Nation. well, we we were on last week, um, kicking off the year. We had a we had a great topic, but while we were in our conversation, there was a few things going on uh, in Washington. <laughs> uh, here we are again. Uh, a a week few later. more things going on in Washington. <laughs> the next week at this time, uh, we're going to have hopefully it'll be normal and calm and peace will be returned, but. Uh, next week, uh, because we are live, we never know what happens. And next week, this time, uh, we should have a new president, but we will never take much for granted <laughs> these days, or we shouldn't take much for granted. And you know right. what they say about making assumptions, right? I, I think it's really important to say one thing, Ira, and that is if you can't watch our show live, please make sure to listen to the podcast. Uh, available on many different podcast channels. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. And and again, hopefully you'll subscribe. So there's a couple ways that you can get updates. If you can't catch us live, you can you'll know when the when the replays are available. So you're many of you may be watching on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, please make some comments. Please let us know where you're you're calling from. Any questions you want to have? What you like? What you don't like? If you agree or you d- disagree with us, uh, you can do that on Facebook as well. So it's facebook.com forward slash success performance solutions uh, if you're not there. And then on the podcast, we oh, also w4cy.com. Um, that's audio only, but we, we, uh, we're broadcasting for, for those who want to listen on um, who, who may be driving uh, or, or running or, or doing some exercise. Uh, and then we're available on uh, Apple, Amazon. We're now on Audible uh, on Amazon, uh, Google. Uh, Spotify, iHeart, uh, you name it, we're, we're there. Uh, Talk4TV.com uh, as well. So uh, just if you basically search for Geek Skeezers Googleization, we'll pop up. You'll find You'll out. Find us. Yeah, you 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 it. It. <laughs> yeah, we've got some fantastic guests. I mean, last week uh, with Jeff Wald talking about the future of work, fascinating. Uh, you talk about a guy who puts money that. where his mouth is, right. $10 million to say, what's the future of work going to be like? So uh, again, hopefully uh, he, he made us a promise. We're going to, he's going to uh, announce it on, uh, in January uh 2040. 40, right. Stay tuned. tuned. Uh, But today, uh, it's interesting. I I just got, I was watching a conference this morning, the recruiting um, 
RAC recruiting uh, automation conference. Uh, and the last speaker, fantastic speaker, speaker uh, was the first one, uh, CEO of Trinet. So I'm talking about HR and, and the future of that. But the last one was talking about uh, empathy. I was talking about the importance of empathy, perspective, taking how do, how do we build that? Uh, so today we have Derek Lunston. Uh, he's the CEO of Life Guides. I met him through one of, well, actually a past speaker and, or a guest and a future guest, uh, Jason Cochran, who will be on two weeks from now, I think. He's got a company called I Aspire. Uh, but uh, Derek, get everybody straight, Derek uh, has a company called Life Guides, and uh, Jason had introduced me to him. So we talked to a few months ago, fascinating. Uh, what a timely subject. We're talking about well-being, uh, mental health. Uh, how do we deal, how could companies be, a, a, what his title is, is business as a force of good. Business is a force of good. How can we use business to help people uh, deal with all the stress that they're feeling and uh, begin and more and yeah. more and, and more because it's costing right. um, amazing statistic and 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 he'll be able to hopefully confirm yes. this and give us more insight. Yes. But two trillion dollars, two two trillion dollars of lost productivity due to uh, lost productivity, uh, employee stress, mental health. Uh, issues and you know 2020 just exacerbated so I don't even know if they're current numbers it, it could be worse it could be worse than that probably it, is actually yeah. huh yeah it's a huge huge problem and then you know little things like uh, just a few minutes ago you know trying to get on the air and realizing we're we're having some challenges so individually we don't we're have on the wrong we're in the wrong studio or something, right? Yeah. So anyway, we, we got it straight out, but we, we're learning to do things on the fly. So I, I really, I don't know, Joyce, if there's any particular, any message you have today, you know, again, we, we do hope everybody's staying safe for many reasons. That prior to this, we were talking about staying safe uh, because of COVID, uh, you know, continuing to wear your mask, uh, continuing to keep your distance, uh, wash your hands, uh, you know, use common sense when you're doing things. Now we got to worry about, um, you know, additional issues. Yes. Yeah. Additional, additional stress. Yes, I, I, I would just ask everyone to just take a deep breath and realize that we do have level heads that will be in charge beginning a week from today, actually. Yeah. And and that things are under control. The the media sometimes gets off on making it seem like things are a little worse than it, they really are. I, I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be concerned. I'm not saying that these aren't systemic issues that we don't need to address because definitely we do. But I do believe that as individuals, we need just to relax and right. just know that Looks like Joyce froze up a little bit, um, but with that, a that's a, oh, go ahead, Joyce. You froze up a little bit, um, but that's a great segue. So let's, with no further ado, uh, I'd like to bring on Jeff uh, or Derek. I'm still on Jeff. Derek Lunston. Uh, yeah, Derek Lunston. Uh, Derek, welcome to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Appreciate you being here. Thank you both. Thank you, Ira. Thank you, Joyce. It's really, truly a pleasure to be here with you and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Great to have you, Derek. Derek, I just want to say something before we begin to sure. get into this discussion. I really like the fact that it's person to person 
that Life Guides as an organization is person to person and you're you're giving people folks who have been there and done that, who have yeah. been through the issues. So now tell well, us about Life Guides. Well said. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's about recognizing that we all go through life. We all have challenges in life. We all have opportunities to grow through life. And that for someone who's going through an experience, typically there's someone or many people who have been through the same or something very similar. And through that experience, they've developed relationships, resources, strategies, techniques to manage it more effectively. And that wisdom can be shared with others to help them on their own, their own path. And we are using technology to help facilitate those relationships from take, to take place, to optimize for those connections, to help people find each other to work through those challenges that life presents us. And there's no doubt about it, to use Ira's words, that 2020 was a year fraught with many challenges. Many, some were new, some were expansions of things that were familiar, but uh, obviously that, that change will be constant. And now more than ever, I believe that we as business leaders have an opportunity and a responsibility to make sure that our people are, are being considered of. and taken care of. And we're Definitely. creating cultures where individuals are, are doing that. And that understanding, to use your word, the concept of empathy is that really putting yourself in someone else's shoes and, and feeling what it feels like to be managing whatever they're managing. Um, that's, what, that's what really connects us that as human beings and as, and as, uh, as colleagues and, and communities. Oh. Yeah, both Ira and I have talked about empathy, especially this year. Uh, I don't mean this year, 2021. I mean, over the course of the last 12 months as sure. we've been going through this pandemic, because it's a very, very important thing for leaders to have that empathy. But the, what you're saying is that, well, tell us, though, that you've talked about the technology uh, using yeah. technology. Is it kind of a matching thing? Do people go online? and put in what yeah. their issue is, and then they're matched with somebody who's been there? That's correct. And That's correct. So we're developing. Let me just interrupt there. Let's, let's do a little, Please. one little step back. Tell us a little yeah, bit about, like, tell us a little bit about Life Guides, what, what it is. We sort of jumped in of how you do the work, but tell us what it is and, and what, you know, what your, your passion was for starting that or your purpose for starting it. And then how, how do you match people? You know, how does it work? Sure. So first of all, I can't take credit for, for starting it. That was the, the idea of Mark Donahue, who is the founder of my, my business partner's effort. He, he brought this forward, this idea, which was how do we use technology to connect people for the purpose of working through these life challenges? And when I met Mark a few years ago uh, at an event and, and we started talking about this, and in fact, Will Bunker, who's the founder of Match.com, was also in the room at the time. He's also one of our collaborators on this. We started talking about how do you take the concept of, of online dating to online relationships wow. for other other purposes and and for me personally i felt almost a spiritual calling which was how do you help people live happier healthier productive lives and reduce unnecessary struggle and suffering and if there was a platform a technology platform that would facilitate those connections that that would be a way for us to to move closer to that and so uh as a as a, you know, as an early investor in the organization, I, I got increasingly more involved and more excited about what the work was doing. Um, and, and the idea is that organizations can offer this platform and leaders can offer this to their people so they can go on and, and whatever's, however, whatever's happening at work or at home, and now that these lines have been very much blurred and integrated, they can go on and seek support in whatever way that they need. 
and be connected with someone and they can have video conversations or phone conversations or text and messaging conversations or even in a group format or consume content. And then to your question, Joyce, we've, we've developed a, an aspect called intelligence assistance, which is what we'll refer to as the opposite of, of artificial intelligence. It's the sense of how you optimize for human connection. How do you optimize for human relationships and empathy and give people the tools that they can connect on a better level and provide personalized recommendations and pathways for how people can find their own answers and their truths to, to get through these different uh, challenges and opportunities in their life. So, so how do you, how yeah. do you, do that? I mean, what's the process for going and doing that? I know everybody throws out terms of AI. So you're obviously collecting a lot of data on different people. Yes. That's the way you match people. So how do you do that when we're, we're not just create, we're not just, uh, you're not just collecting bio data. Um, Correct. You know, you're, you're going beyond that. So how, how would you match me or Joyce or anyone uh, with the right person? Yeah, so from a tech, so there's two sides of the platform. So it's a, it's a two-sided you know, market in the sense that there's, there's guides, right? So there's people who have been through something in their life and are now, quote, unquote, on the other side, and they've learned a lesson. We bring these guides into our community. We train them on how to facilitate, excuse me, conversations, ask certain questions, how to demonstrate empathy, how to listen effectively, how to provide feedback appropriately. And, and we take their- them, And you vet them, right, Derek? You yeah, vet correct. them first. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And so, and based on that, their life experiences and their, their expertise is tagged through our intelligence systems piece in the back end, and that sits in that active database. On the other side of the technology experience, you have members or employees or employees' families that are working for organizations, and these organizations are, are sponsoring or paying for access to this technology. These employees, whatever they're going through, it may be that they've become in my situation, a, a new parent not that long ago. Or another example, and that's a positive challenge. Another side, it might be that a loved one is going through dementia and you have a caregiving process and you need to navigate the emotional, practical, financial, and potentially even loss throughout that paradigm. And so they can go in as a member and say, this is what I'm in need of. This is where I need support. This is my quote unquote life challenge. And they'll fill in a little detail about themselves and what they're seeking. And then based on the tagging of those guides, we will make a few suggestions of here's some people that we believe you will match with based on your shared experience, based on where you are in your process, based on different utilization patterns that we've seen of what creates good matches, and based on different demographics that we learn. And so as more and more utilization and more and more connections happen, more and more positive conversations happen, people move closer to that happiness, our, our software and our data gets better at creating those matches and making those suggestions. So if you, to take it from a con concept of a more commoditized version, version, think of Airbnb. You know, you want to go on a vacation, you go into the application, say, I want to go to San Diego, I want a three-bedroom high-rise, or I want to live on the beach. You can put those different details in, and Airbnb will say, here's a few uh, properties sure. that match with what you're going to do. We're taking the next level saying, on a human basis, here's relationships, here's people that we think you will connect with because there's that shared empathy, that shared understanding and wisdom that can be passed between people on the path. Someone's walked ahead of you as your, as your work choice, and we can share that with them. So do you and, use and then, filters yeah. just like Airbnb does and some other that's, websites? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the filter process that we're building in. All of this is obviously very much in process. We're building it as we go and as we learn and as more and more members and users are on the platform and more and more guides are on the platform. That's really where this network and, and where the intelligence assistance really is powerful. 
but I think the, the other thing I want to mention, because you mentioned the, the concept of business as a force for good, but it comes back to caring for our people, right? I think it's the most important thing is about who are the leaders of organizations? Who are the leaders of companies that recognize that we need to provide, that people are people at work and their people are people at home? And oftentimes the challenges that people bring to work affect their ability to be fully present to perform. And not only that, but the challenges that they, that they manage at work affect how they can show up for their families, for their spouses, for their kids, for, for how they want to live their life. And so creating opportunities for people to move on that path together is also a big part of it. And now we are in a position as leaders and as you know, we think about you know, how we move forward from an economic and employment opportunity, right? we refer to what's happened over the last year and the, and the job loss and the job opportunities that will be created in the future. How do we create a path for that to take place uh, for, for our people, for our stakeholders, and for what the next generation of business can be um, as we emerge from the last year and, and what's, you know, what I'll call the 13th month of 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Derek, one of the things that you you I, I don't remember where I picked this up. It might have been in, in your bio or on your website. You yeah. talked about creating a culture of caring, which is just yes. incredibly it, it just resonates. It just sort of fits. And and I, I must have mentioned that several times a day to even different people that I was talking to and talking about the show and, and what we're what we're doing is because I can't think of a better time to be talking about a culture of caring. I mean, we're talking about beyond just yes. business. We're talking about that in society. <laughs> and so, just as an aside, Derek, yes. that is the title of my first TED Talk, was Creating a Culture of Caring. Oh, amazing. I love that. That's so <laughs> exciting. So such alignment and values. And so exactly. I mean, I think when you think about the concept of uh, – culture period right and the peter drucker concept the culture strategy right and we everyone know a lot many people know that slogan right and we focus on the importance of culture and creating healthy relationships creating communication uh aligning for shared interests what and when you look at how much time we spend with our colleagues with our business partners with the people that are at work and now where work and, and home are, are blended and you have families extended as part of this. I mean, I my kids join conference calls all the time, and, and I, I love it when my teammates, uh, the kids join as well. And But we have to look at this as a holistic component of caring. We have to care about the people that we are leading, that we are serving, that we're working with. And it's not just an optional in this moment. It's, it's, it is the... It should be, in my opinion, the guiding principle of what, what brings us all together. It's, it's, a, it's a common point of how we move through a really challenging systemic time for the world and for business and how we can then move past this and create something new and better and healthier uh, as we as we redefine this. So I, I think it's a culture of caring. Uh, you know, we refer to our clients as culture of caring pioneers because they're offering this service to them. But really, I think this is, you know, this should be what we strive for collectively within using business as a platform to create change, to create depth in relationships, and and to make a positive difference for our community. So, Derek, I'm, I'm trying to get my head around this. I, obviously, going back to Match.com, we can talk about what my interests are, you know, what my age is, what my gender is, what my preferences are, and, and you can try to match it that way. But now we're trying to really match almost empathy levels or people who appreciate yes. that. And even talking about empathy, there's a million descriptions in this court, in this uh, conference I was at this morning. Uh, the speaker actually put out a poll and said, and I, I don't remember what the five categories, but one, one was defined empathy, 
What does that, what's, yeah. the first, what's one word that describes empathy to you? One was understanding, one was compassion. Um, I, I don't remember, sympathy was another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the compassion actually was number one, uh, mm-hmm. but understanding was, was a pretty, that was second, I think that was a pretty high percentage. Uh, sympathy, you know, was another one. So maybe half the population would agree what it is, but then the, the other half has all these different variations. So how do you, how are you quantifying this that, that if you match me with somebody, I'm getting the person who yeah. understands what my needs are? And it's, yeah. it's really soft stuff. I mean, it's 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 not easy to articulate other than even capture that. Yeah. So a couple. Of, I mean, too many thoughts on that. So one, I I personally attribute compassion as empathy in action. You know, it's, mm, it's, it's like actually that. applying the concept of shared understanding to to what you're doing. That's just my personal feeling. Um, but to your question, is empathy does start with understanding. It starts with putting yourself in the other person's position in terms of how are they emotionally, mentally, practically coping with or, or managing whatever is going on in their life. Um, and it does also start with communication, which is listening, really looking at it from a place of open-heartedness and support to help someone on that journey. Um, and then from a tactical, technical standpoint, we're, we're learning. So every time that a member has a conversation or an interaction with a guide, the member has the ability to rate the level the depth of that relational connection the depth of that them feeling understood the quality of the conversation and supportive uh, advice or resources they may have received Um, and through each of those interactions or iteration of those interactions we learn more and more about what what does empathy look like to different people how do they receive right frankly how do they receive love how do they communicate that in a way that's going to help them be able to translate and incorporate that practical business advice or life advice that's going to help them be happier and healthier in, in whatever context. And so um, that's, that's the exciting part, back to data, as we learn more about member habits and we learn more from our members on how this is serving and helping them, we, get to, we improve. We improve the experience and we improve on offering different forms of education and training, which ultimately can be cross-skilling and, and be used in other formats of business and life. I read your point. I think this is beyond just the human connection. This is about creating a, uh, a you know more connected and a more informed populace uh, and something that can be useful in many facets of life. So my, my mind goes from the te- from the human to the technology. So uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm still going back to evaluating that. So from an this would be the ideal. Uh, scenario that I could think of from a technology standpoint and an act and a measuring standpoint is that every conversation that is had is measured and we look at um, facial recognition and we look at yeah. tone and we look at it is the way that I'm communicating resonating with the other person and being able to build that database and be able to get an exact uh, a really a good accurate fit the challenge with yeah. that is it's not anonymous and invasion of privacy. It's not transparent. So I, I guess it's how do we how do we in a imperfect world create that really good match uh, if we're not evaluating the interactions? Are you looking at micro expressions? 
We're, currently, we are not. And because this goes back to the anonymity, right? So, and not to say that in the future, that wouldn't be an element of, the, of it. I mean, as long as everyone was aware that that, mm -hmm. that, that data was anonymized and being used to enrich the experience, I could see, a, a, I mean, there, there are companies and, and organizations that are doing this type of research, looking at your exact point, microexpressions, tonality, uh, tra you know, biometrics, and how people are responding to conversation. Right. Um, so that that is that research and that work is happening, and and obviously um, it can be leveraged for 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 purposes of education. It can be used for purposes of entertainment. It can also be used for purposes of, of creating depth in relationships. And so um, I think we're at the very beginning stages of, of of learning more about how that informs us. But right now we're 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 basing our our initial experience around the experience of our members and the people who are interacting with each other and their rating of that conversation and, and the impact it's having on subsequent decisions or their, their perception of themselves personally and at work following or ongoing from that relationship. Ah, so, that's so Derek, interesting. Yeah. So Derek, I'm the owner or an executive and I'm sitting there and this resonates with me and I recognize I really want to help my people do better, yeah. you know, whether they're they're in the workplace or whether they're at home or remote or however that's going to be. What what are the questions I should be asking you? Because, uh, again, there's obviously lots of organizations that are offering that, uh, you know, from healthcare organizations uh, to yeah. their startups. So what are some of the things that I that if somebody's out there that I should ask and then call you uh, to to get a fair, uh, you know, to, to find to find out if it's a good fit. Yeah. So a couple of things. First is, I would, as a leader, I would look at: Do I, if I'm getting, am I getting questions from colleagues and employees on my team expressing challenges that I don't have the answers to, especially and, and emotional? If you're not, that's probably a problem these days. <laughs> exactly. That's probably even a bigger the red flag. Is probably not, a bigger means problem. that they're not that there's a lack of trust or a lack of engagement. So if that's, that's even a bigger reply. But if you are getting those questions, most aware leaders from our experience recognize where they have answers and where they don't. And so if they don't, if they recognize that they don't have the answers, they should say, who can I find, as we always do, that, that knows the answers or has more information that can help on this path. And if there was a platform or there was a suite of resources and tools that were available to support my people, would I, would, I, would I invest in that, would I invest in my people to show my commitment to them? And if, if leaders are asking them those, themselves those questions, then they should absolutely be calling us because it, when you look at the, the level of, of relational depth and opportunity we're presenting at the price point that we are, it is the, it's, it's, it's practically free. So they, it's, they just need to have the desire to help and then pick up the phone to call us or email us. So what, what's the next step for, for companies? I mean, you know, we can go to lifeguides.com, uh, yeah. look at that. Uh, what's, what's that process look like? What's, it, what's involved with it? And, and, how, and again, we work with a lot of, so I, yeah. I personally work with a lot of small, medium-sized companies. So they may have, yeah. you know, 10 employees, five employees, 25 employees, 15 employees, and then there's enterprise. So how, how, is this only for enterprise companies? Can small no. businesses use this? What's, what's the sweet spot? So the entire, it, the, yeah, is it four dollars across the board, Derek? Four four dollars per member per month, and that includes the adult members of that household. So for less than fifty dollars for for a price of a lunch, you can ensure that your employees have access to care and in, in whatever modality and whatever topic that they 
that they need. Okay, um, so, and then, so that's per month. So correct. So then we have to multiply four times. So it's forty eight dollars so, a year per yeah, employee. So less than fifty dollars. Okay. That's correct. Got yeah. it. Okay. And then, and then from that standpoint, um, what we recommend is we is we work with these leaders who have done this self evaluation of of their values and their resources, and we encourage them to to use it, to experience it, to to advocate for this need to be introspective and reflective on what's what's where the challenges are and the need for growth. And when we do that, we work with these leadership teams to build customized communication plans to help their people know that this is available for them and to provide awareness of its utility when and if they need it. And and from that standpoint, uh, we then work closely with our with our partners and with our clients to to uh, help their members use this technology. And then through that, we learn more about the product and how we enhance it. So that's a quick summary, Ira, on how it works. And do you, you don't charge for that or do you for that consumption? That is all, that's all part of the, the fee that we, that we talked about. Yeah. Okay. Are, are there, are there any businesses or organizations that aren't a good fit or situations that aren't a good fit for you right now? Uh, I would say if, if, a, if a leader does not understand that <laughs> resonance of needing to care for their people, it probably would not be a good fit. But if they have good human virtues, they want it and they want to be supportive, it will be a good fit. And there's pretty, that's the only qualifier at this point. Do you care well, or if, not? If they want to attract top talent, they better be caring, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. For sure. So. Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, obviously, life guides, but uh, how how else can they get in touch with you if they have questions, Derek? Absolutely. My my email is Derek D E R E K at lifeguides.com. You can email me directly, and I'm happy to schedule time with our team and and anyone who would like to learn more about this. And as well as obviously, we we and myself are on social media, all different channels. You can find us there. Are, are there are there any questions that you commonly get asked that we should have asked but we didn't? You asked great questions. I didn't expect this to be a, a presentation on the product. I thought it was going to be a, a, just a, a bigger picture conversation, but I love that you asked that. So no, you did a great, a great discovery call, Ira. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, thanks. And, and again, it was important. I mean, a lot of times we don't like to just promote the product or the service that somebody's offering, um, but it's intriguing. I mean, the, to me, here is the absolute opportunity. This was a perfect discussion of how technology enhances can enhance the human experience it can yeah. enhance humanity uh when it's used properly uh, because again and especially with the remote workforce uh in the past even with a lot of the uh elps that were were developed the organizations uh well if you come into the office i mean they had people on site um, yeah. you can go to visits uh you know we can schedule you with the counselor or a coach or someone and that disappeared. So we were using technology, but now we're even doing the uh, the outreach, uh, yes. doing matching, doing the discovery. Uh, how can we better align that? So I, I love the idea that this came from even the concept of Match.com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and and there again, there are two things that I really like, and that is the idea of using technology to facilitate the human connection which is what you were talking about, and yes. the idea of using humans instead of videos and printed material and sending people to a website to read is, is obviously not 
as nearly as effective as giving them agree, a human with whom they can communicate. Yeah, using technology to make make humans better, not necessarily yes. replacing humans, and and that's uh, what a perfect example. So it, yeah. was, it was an easy it was an easy rabbit hole to go down with you, Derek. <laughs> it was a fun conversation. I appreciate both of you and your questions. Looking forward to collaborating more. Thanks, yeah, Derek. Absolutely. And Me too, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. Um, I again just on especially with Joyce as, as my co-host, uh, talking about the employee experience. Uh, talking about cultures. Uh, we've got quite a few guests coming up and we'll be talking a lot more about that. So uh, your name will be brought up, uh, you know, oftentimes. And we wish you the best of success. Please stay safe. And uh, if there's anything else we can do for you, let us know. Keep keep, keep in touch. Thank you. And likewise, thanks best for being you here, Derek. Family. Thank okay. you. Have a great day. Joyce, um, again, another great opportunity. And that was fun that I wasn't sure where that was going to go. But the, other than we knew it was a timely conversation, um, but it's, it's really a fascinating, it, it was much more fascinating uh, conversation than I even imagined. I knew a little bit about what Derek did, but this was, uh, this was great. Uh, we are going to take a short break. Uh, thank you for listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Uh, and Googleization Nation. Um, please subscribe, by the way. You can go to GoogleizationNation.com, uh, get updates about the webcast, uh, a couple other events that are being able to come up, uh, certainly the podcast, uh, and uh, we're hopefully going to be able to grow that and and add uh, even more things. Uh, also, you can go to uh, human, uh, human uh, HermanTrendAlert.com. Uh, speaking of humans, uh, <laughs> maybe it's the human trend alert. Maybe that's the new version. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> the HermanTrendAlert.com, uh, and you can get Joyce's email. And when we come back, we're going to go into our special segment, which is ahead of the curve. Uh, we're going to continue on our our work for our our forecast uh, for 2021, which keeps evolving. So for right now, uh, stay tuned. We will be back in less than two minutes. Hiring top talent shouldn't be left up to the roll of the dice. And yet, that's exactly what many organizations do. They roll the dice, cross their fingers, and pray for a better outcome. Hiring the right employees the first time is much too important and way too costly to leave to a game of chance. Your employees and your customers deserve better. For 25 years, Success Performance Solution has been helping small and medium-sized businesses hire smarter. They offer pre-employment and leadership assessments from typing and data entry to C-suite competence. Whether it's production, sales, healthcare, call centers, or management, Success Performance Solutions can help. Visit their website at www.successperformancesolutions.com to schedule a free demo or call 800-803-4303. A lot of you might be feeling like you're standing in deep shift. But do you know what grows and rises out of deep shift? Opportunity. To successfully navigate the shift to the new normal, each of us must learn to rapidly adapt to the speed of change. Some of us are hardwired for this. Others, not so much. That's where Success Performance Solutions can help. Success Performance Solutions is now your AQ headquarters. Whether you are personally struggling with the next chapter in your career or wondering how ready your team is for fast, disruptive change, RAQ Assessment and Coaching will provide you a detailed, scientifically-backed roadmap to guide you into the new normal. Optimize your adaptability today. 
Contact Success Performance Solutions about evaluating your team's change readiness or joining our upcoming AQ Masterclass. Visit SuccessPerformanceSolutions.com or call us at 800-803-4303. Hey, welcome back everyone to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization show. Uh, I am here with my co-host Joyce Joya from the Herman Group. And we are, uh, this has been a great episode. This has been fun. Uh, and we've had some really good conversations. And uh, again, I want to thank uh, Derek Lunston from Life Guides for being our guest on the earlier segment. Uh, and again, what a valuable subject uh, talking about uh, employee stress, mental health, um, well-being, um, you know, whether it's uh, whether you're working or not, whether you're an employee or not. Uh, it's a great, great opportunity. And uh, we're certainly going to be hearing a lot more, you know, about that in the future. And for employees who are going through issues, it's it's very affordable. We're all going through issues. <laughs> I think it's just it's just a, mat, a, 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 a matter of how far you know what what you know how our coping skills are, but how extreme that is. And then it goes into our ability to adapt. You know, you you just heard you just saw the commercial for adaptability. Uh, more and more people, more more and more interest in that. I keep seeing that come up in in more and more themes and more and more conversations. Uh, about our ability to adapt. And we're so concerned right now with getting through this, with enduring and, and rebounding and resilience, and everybody's throwing out all the buzzwords. But uh, ultimately, while we're figuring out how to adapt or ha- how to get back to some normalcy, the whole environment's changing. And we've, we've talked about this before, and, and you may bring it up even on your forecast, is that people are, are expecting to go back to a workplace or an environment that was like it was before. But as it turns out, I mean, sometimes the workplaces aren't going to be there. They now may be co-working spaces. Um, but even when people go back, it's is all the people that that you used to see on a daily basis probably aren't going to be there because it's going to be some type of a hybrid or distributed workforce. Uh, there may be different types of environment, different precautions that are in place. Um, technology is still advancing. We're not going to erase that and go back to where that was. So now we do rely on all these um uh, on all the technology, what travel is going to look like, conferences, um, you know, meals, parties, social events, uh, all, all different, all and, different. And now that even from talent that we have an opportunity to seek talent uh, worldwide. I mean, there is no geographic limitation anymore to have the talent. Even if you have to bring people in, they don't have to come in every single day. Maybe they can come in once a month or, you know, for a few days. So but, you know, how are we going to how are you going to build a culture? How, one is how are we going to build a culture around that, and then culture of caring is even isn't even an, an added element. So it'll be fascinating. So anyway, I know we're going to continue on uh, your your work list part two, your forecast part two. So I'll turn it back to you. Thanks. Uh, well, you know we have a viral tsunami going on on the West Coast. And amid this, and uh, I was on the phone the other night with my physician, and she she sent me a, a picture of the curve of of cases here in Austin, and it was like this. Yeah, yeah there was one the other day, and I don't know where it was from. I don't know if it was the U.S. or 
if it was, oh, I know where it was. It was actually in the UK and was it France or Spain or Ireland? And it literally was a 90, it was a, a vert vertical line. There was no incline. It was a vertical line. Wow. Yeah. And uh -oh. um, I'm so I haven't seen California's, but I assume California's there, but across the whole U.S. Well, not quite vertical, but cl very close to it. And and the line for Austin, I mean, Austin's opening up its convention center for COVID patients at this point. But anyway, on that into this environment, <laughs> we are moving into the future as uh, as corporate America, as business America. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of additional trends to what you just recounted and what we talked about last week. And the first one I want to talk about is diversity and inclusion, because I see that as more important than ever. Uh, I think that the whole Black Lives Matter movement that we saw last year really helped to raise our consciousness at least if we were paying attention, it helped to raise our consciousness to the fact that uh, there's, there's a need to address systemic racism. And, and God knows the events of the last week have raised our consciousness to the need to address this, this systemic uh, ignorance that is there. Uh, and what I'm, I'm also seeing is that particularly the younger generations, that is generations X and, uh, not X and Y, but Y and Z at this point are, I, I mean, it's not optional. It's just not optional. Either you will choose to address it or they're out of there. It's just not optional. And so what we're going to see is that every major organization, if they don't already, will begin addressing these issues in a big way. And they need to because there is so much prejudice that people are not acknowledging in all levels of corporate America. Yeah. That, that needs to be addressed. And the second thing I want to address, if I may move along, uh, is that uh, big data in HR will have an increasingly important mm -hmm. role. And that is that the more efficiently and effectively we can recruit and engage and retain our employees, the more we're going to optimize the profit driven to the bottom line. And the more, therefore, that we'll have to spend on giving our employees positive experiences and our customers positive experiences, and therefore, we'll be able to even be more successful as an organization. The third one I want to address today is that wise companies will use technology to stay connected. Uh, to stay connected in all, all kinds of different ways, uh, even within the organization, using cell phones and testing to uh, create a, a, an immediacy to acknowledgement. Uh, one of the examples that I, I love is that uh, at the 
Hilton in Kuala Lumpur, when one of the front desk people had upsold one of their guests coming in to the presidential suite. And it was a, a huge jump in revenue for the organization. And that individual was acknowledged by the GM and his department and everyone to everybody in the organization almost instantly. Mm -hmm. So that as that person walked around the property, there were people saying, great job, way to go, whatever. And so we can use technology to help us uh, pat people on the back, acknowledge good behaviors and, and reinforce people in a very you mean, you have to way. wait 12 months for an annual review? No, <laughs> hopefully not. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is that learning communities are going to be more important than ever. And learning communities like uh, Athena Online, MyQuickCoach.com, and in Gomu, but where I, I see that organizations are looking for more one-on-one, -on -one, more interactivity, more of an opportunity to uh, to affect individuals. And that's that's what I love about Ngomu, the that learning community, because it is a uh, oh, it's it's uh, an opportunity for the coaches to coach on an individual basis as well as a group basis. Uh, the second to last one I want to talk about is that cafeteria style benefits are re-emerging. Now, I don't think cafeteria style benefits ever really went away. And let me define that. Cafeteria style benefits are where you give the individual employee a pot of money and you say, now, here is a wide range of different offerings that you could use that money for, including things like maybe guidelines or best money moves, which is a financial wellness website, or any number of other things that mm -hmm. people could use that pot of money for. Uh, insurances, pet insurance, uh, apartment insurance, as well as 401ks and and. Uh, 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 investment in the organization, 401ks, uh, like stock, stock, uh, right. you know, stock ownership. Right. But, the, but what's new there is that we're also seeing that people can take that pot of money and apply at least part of it to their student loans. And finally, uh, but certainly not the least, is that adaptability is emerging as the quality which is most important to look for in talent that we're recruiting. Because the more adaptable people are, the more they're able to handle whatever we want to have them do oh, for us. Everything we've been talking about. Exactly. Exactly. So Thank Joyce, so we are we are just about out of time, and I'm I glad you, you got through that. So that's perfect, and and thank you for uh, bringing in uh, adaptability as well. Uh, it's a great recap, and again, I really appreciate uh, this is how this started our relation, our our opportunity to work together. 
uh, was with the head of the curve and uh, it's worked out really, really well. And it's been an, it's a really been a, a valuable segment. Um, but again, we're at the end of our show, another show. Uh, they go so fast, Ira. <laughs> it does. It faster and faster, especially when we don't, when we miss a minute right in the front. It's incredibly, every second is valuable. Uh, but again, we want to thank everybody for listening to Geek Skeezers and Googleization and watching it, not just listening to it. Uh, please go, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave some comments, let us know how you're doing, please share it. Uh, we're also on Facebook uh, Live uh, each week. Uh, Wednesdays, 1 p.m., and then the replay is available there. And then we are on every podcast uh, that I, I can think of uh, from Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, iHeart, uh, you name it. If you just search whatever your favorite podcast is, we, we should be there. If we're not, let us know, and we'll, we'll make sure we get there. Uh, Till next week, uh, we'll be talking with J.D. Conway. Uh, he's from Bamboo HR and Utah Business. Uh, fascinating guy. I, I, he, I heard him on a panel uh, probably three, four months ago, and they said, hey, we need to connect, and he agreed. So, uh, And uh, next week uh, will be the inauguration, so hopefully uh, we'll, we'll have a smooth smooth sailing uh, through that. But we've got a number of great guests. I mentioned Jason Cochran will be on the following week. We'll be uh, actually almost a follow-up to his, his company's a really good connection with uh, what LifeGuides is, so we'll continue that conversation as well. So until next week, thank you very much. Please stay thank safe. Thank you so much. For many, many reasons. Stay healthy. Uh, and if you can if you ever need anything, please feel free to reach out to myself and Joyce. Uh, Herman Trend Alert, Googleization.com. Uh, please go up and sign up for both of those. Until next week, don't let the shift hit your plans. Thanks, everyone.